Hello and welcome to Dr. Karazian's podcast about functional medicine, functional neurology, and functional neurochemistry. Dr. Karazian and his team host audio info sessions and talk with readers and researchers about Hashimoto's hypothyroidism, autoimmune disease, poor brain function, and chronic health disorders. You'll learn the root causes of these issues and how to improve your quality of life through diet, lifestyle, and nutritional therapy. You'll also hear success stories and how people just like you learn the tools they needed to optimize their quality of life. Okay, today we have Kevin Ballister. He is not only a brain injury survivor, but also um, creator of adventuresinbraininjury.com website and podcast, and also author of the book, How to Feed a Brain, and creator, organizer of the Feed a Brain interview series with a lot of really great doctors and authors and experts. So, Kevin, thank you so much for joining me today. I've known you for a while, and it's been really exciting to see your see where you've taken your success in overcoming this brain injury and um, all that you've gone on to do to help other people recover from theirs. Oh, my pleasure, Elaine. <laughs> you don't even know how much you have uh, assisted in everything that I'm doing, and I have so much appreciation for you. Aww. Well, it, it goes both ways because um, I think there's a lot of people out there who – need the kind of help and information that you're able to give them from somebody who has totally been there and done that. And um, with that said, I mean, your story is pretty remarkable. Do you want to, do you want to start there? Sure. Sure. Um, Well, like you said, I sustained a severe traumatic brain injury. I was, uh, I was in a coma immediately and was rushed to the hospital, put on life support. While I was in a coma, I was diagnosed with a diffuse axonal injury, which, I mean, if you Google diffuse axonal injury or DAI for short, um, and they're like webpage after webpage say that 90% never regain consciousness. And most of those who do, uh, are, are in a vegetative state. Right. And do you want to tell us how you sustained your injury? I'm sure people will be curious. Yeah. So I felt. From a uh, rooftop water tower How old in, were you? in Brooklyn. I was 27 years old. Okay. I almost joined the 27 Club, but I'm not <laughs> famous, uh, you know, rock star. Jim Morrison, Kurt Cobain, <laughs> Janis Joplin, right? Jimi Hendrix. You got it. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All of them, 27. 27. You know, I was uh, talking to a friend, and she, and she was like, you know, astrologically, that's when your mercury returns that's to the I've heard place too. where you were born. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mercury returns. <laughs> That'd be a pretty decent band name, too. <laughs> it's probably already it's probably already out there. That is, that is a good band name. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so you were 27. You were hanging out with some friends on this water tower, which was probably a common thing to do in your area. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If you've if you've never seen the view of the Manhattan City skyline from a Brooklyn rooftop, hmm. you wouldn't really understand. But if you had, you know that it begs to be viewed from the highest point possible. Hmm. And I've, uh, I mean, I, I there was a water tower on the on the roof of the building I lived for years. We used to go up there and hang out. I, I probably climbed 
the water tower hundreds of times. Wow. Um, everybody was there. Apparently, Buddy was like, hey, how'd you get up there And uh, from here? And I was like, hang out, I'll show you. And so I swung down to show him, and my hand slipped. And oh. I was, that was what happened. Oh. I can't even yeah. imagine, like, so, the terror in that moment. Exactly. Well, I don't remember it, but hmm. I... I I've interviewed some friends about it and, uh, yeah, can't, it just, the clock stops and it's like, oh my God, mm-hmm. did we just witness a death? Mm. And then somebody rushed over, checked my pulse. But anyways, you know, I could, I could talk about that whole event that I have no memory of mm-hmm. for a long time. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but what, I mean, seriously, for me to tell my story in detail, it, it, I, I almost wrote a whole book. Actually, I will write a whole book about it, um, about, about the story. And I'm calling that book Lights, Coma, Action. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you remember I was going to do that. Yeah. But all right, all right. So I had the opportunity to write How to Feed a Brain and... I realized that, you know, my story is useful to those it's useful to, you know. Absolutely. And that's, uh, that's, it's a smaller audience of people whose lives I can, can affect. Um, which, I mean, it's really powerful. It's really important. But what happened since then? Let, let me kind of rush through my story. Um, so I was, I was diagnosed with a diffuse axonal injury. I'm very lucky to be here and, and I'm lucky to have woken up. I didn't eat, walk or talk for months Mm -hmm. and my left hand was totally flexed inward. Hmm. I was breathing through a tube in my neck. I was receiving nutrition through a tube in my belly. Hmm. And long story short, about, uh, 10 months post injury, I uh I went and saw a functional neurologist, Dr. Thomas Culleton, and he uh he did a blood test on me and it showed that I had low protein. Hmm. Certain amino acids were low and 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 he was like, You have certain some of your amino acids are low. And I'm like, So what are you saying? Eat more eat I like that doesn't make sense. I eat meat with every meal. I have a protein shake every morning. What are you saying? Eat more meat? And he's like, no, you're not absorbing the nutrients you're eating. Mm -hmm. And he gave me, gave me a short little overview of, of leaky gut or intestinal permeability and, um, and gave me a protocol to follow. And I did and I started to regain clarity and I was like, holy, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse. So I'm not <laughs> I think um, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think I'm subject to so, regulations. <laughs> so I, uh, I, yeah, so I, I started to dive into study. I'm like, whoa, whoa, no, first of all, nutrition matters. Mm-hmm. And that was not on my radar before. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it was absolutely. I'm like, now I can get my brain back this way. Right. That's awesome. What do you want to so just briefly go over yeah. the protocol? Just, just to give us an idea of like sure. what, what, yeah. 
Yeah, so it's it's it was a pretty uh, standard um, autoimmune paleo uh, protocol. Okay. Um, in conjunction with some nutraceuticals, some L-glutamine, uh, some uh, gut repair. So basically, no grains, no nightshades, no sh- no sweeteners, no right. sugars, and then some some gut repair nutrients, um, and and uh and compounds and powders as well as a couple other supplements so it was a is a supplement protocol and to be honest i i i should double check and get the whole the whole uh outline of what those nutrients were oh it's okay um, we don't need to talk about them for this cool yeah cool um So yes, so I, I I began to heal my digestion using supplements and nutrition, and I was like, okay, what's going on? Why is this working? And how, like, first of all, I didn't even know I was in a brain fog mm. because I was in a brain fog. <laughs> you're in a brain fog. You're in a brain fog because you're in a brain fog. Well, and to come out of a coma and to start regaining function, like anything's going to seem good compared to you know being in a coma so how are you how do you know you're still recovering right <laughs> well yeah but it, i mean it's it, it was like all right i'm improving in a lot of different ways but when i got a glimpse of mental clarity mm. i was like oh man right. my brain can recover okay mm. how why what do i do right so i I began diving into study. Now, mind you, I'm I'm relearning how to walk at this point, and mm-hmm. I'm living at my mom's house, mm-hmm. and uh, and like there's no way I'm going anywhere really. Um, it's therapy wall to wall, and and I'm I'm and I can't. I'm learning how to walk, but we have the internet, mm-hmm. and I began searching the internet. For things that I could learn from, and man, what a valuable resource for teaching myself what I could do. So I began, you know, researching metabolism, neurometabolism, mechanisms of neuroplasticity, nutrients for synaptogenesis. Um, I, I began learning about neurology, learning about nutrition, and uh, and. And at the same time, I'm reaching out to, to excellent practitioners um, from around the globe and, and telling them a bit about my story. And um, <laughs> actually, Dr. Alex Vasquez is probably the most notable one I, I reached mm-hmm. that to. Mm-hmm. Um, so for your listeners, Dr. Vasquez is a doctor of osteopathic medicine, naturopathic medicine, and chiropractic medicine, mm-hmm. um, which is a lot of school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, I mean, he's an animal. And then he's an adjunct professor at Bastyr, and, or he was. He's written over 120 articles in peer-reviewed journals, like 20 textbooks. Mm. And so, anyways, I reached out to him. Um, I found him on Facebook, and I reached out to thank him because as an adjunct professor at Bastyr, he made uh, video lectures for his students 
um, on like on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. But he would he pushed the little checkbox that said that anybody could watch them. It said public, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of unlisted or whatever. And so I was able to watch university level courses hmm. um, taught by this guy from from my uh, from my mom's uh, my mom's guest room while I'm really learning how to walk. Hmm. And they were really powerful in helping me to understand how the gut and the brain are extremely related, how what we eat, first of all, we need to get the nutrients to our brain. And then what what are the nutrients I want to feed my brain? Hmm. So uh so yeah, actually when I um Want to follow this up because I reached out to Dr. Vasquez to thank him for the online resources he made available, and I told him a little bit about my story, and he said, "You know, Kevin, we have the International Conference on Human Nutrition and Functional Medicine coming up, and there's an entire day dedicated to the brain, and you know, I'd love it if you came." I remember that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is where I met you. Yeah. So, so then I, uh, I, I looked at it and I'm like, this is for medical practitioners, medical students, and I'm neither. <laughs> but this guy, this guy invited me, you know. So, I, so I got on a plane for the first time since my injury, and the vestibular issues with that were pretty crazy. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was, uh, it was, uh, I mean, I, I don't even know how to describe it except it, it was, it was kind of like, it was kind of, it kind of reminded me of like a kid when I was a kid and I got on a plane for the first time, you know, mm-hmm. and you got the butterflies in the stomach and you're like, oh boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything was just yeah. exaggerated, all the like, just the sensations, sensations of, of being up in air and, Taking off yeah, and landing and all that, yeah. Yes, yes, and other things included. I'm I'm not sure how to even speak into it that much. Hmm. Um, uh, I bet you a functional neurologist just could start talking about some things, and I'd be like, "Yeah, that's what I experienced." Hmm. Um, but but uh, but yeah. So the vestibular issues, like it took some breathing through it to to get on the plane and get to Portland and uh, go to that conference. And while I was at the conference on the brain day, actually, Dr. Vasquez um, said, Hey, I'm going to grab some coffee. You want to come? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. And then while we were grabbing coffee, he asked me, he says, what was the number one most effective therapy you did after your injury? Mm Mm-hmm. And I said, honestly, Alex, healing my gut was what made all the other therapies effective. Wow. And I began to explain the gut-brain axis, like stuff that he knew, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, but kind of kind of just to explain that I that he's taught me so much, you know, mm-hmm. and him him and others, you know, have taught me so much, and I've like come to understand what's going on with me because really when you're in a place where you're 
you're you have a debilitating condition you study like your life depends on it because it does right right so um so uh dr vasquez said wow you know we need you on stage <laughs> then he looks at his watch and he goes how do you feel about being on stage in about 20 minutes hmm. and the next thing i knew i was was up there uh, giving an impromptu uh, speech about about the importance of digestion to brain health, and um, and I, I use this bridge analogy, and I I love using this analogy with functional neurologists especially. Mm-hmm. Um, they they tend to appreciate it quite a bit. So so I think of it like this. Uh, I said, basically many neurons in my brain have been severed and I think of re or the connections between many, many, uh, neurons in my brain have been severed. I have a diffuse axonal injury, mm-hmm. Do you want to explain which that is damage okay. to the, uh, yeah, it is, it is, uh, damage to the, the axon, mm-hmm. the, 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 the white matter of the brain. Mm. And this is uh, especially damaging um, because of because of a chemical cascade that comes and kills neurons on top of it, and the outcome is usually not death mm-hmm. because we have ways to keep people alive. Like if they're on life support and they have a diffuse axonal, you can you can live on life support. For a very very long time with diffused axon. Hmm. Okay, like your autonomic nervous system can still function. Yes, yeah. your autonomic nervous system is still doing its thing. Mm-hmm. But um, but you're not you're not able to make the connections to come back. Hmm. So um, let's see, where was I? I was. So you got pulled on stage. When, oh and you were yeah about yeah. Like a so brain. all right, I'm. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I got you a little bit. You know, back then there wasn't really much awareness around the gut-brain connection, so I think I think that was really new and exciting. Because that when was that? Like five years ago or so? It was six and a half years ago. Six was my injury? Years. I just remember yes. like like I remember that everyone like wow, that's amazing, and and yeah. you know, it makes total sense. Now we're like more used to the information, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's old news. Well, for a lot of people, it's not, but it's slowly, I think it's established itself in functional medicine, but, you know, we still have conventional medicine, obviously, but. No, absolutely. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, we're we're making it, though. So let me tell you this analogy. While I was on stage, I, I said, you know, many connections between neurons in my brain have been damaged. And I think of rebuilding those connections like building a bridge. So what do you need to build a bridge? You need supplies and you need skilled workers. Hmm. I think of supplies being the nutrition, the right kind of nutrition, the brain building nutrition, the good stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And being and, able to absorb um, it. Also, Yes, and then also you can think of it like getting that, like having having the trucks to take that 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 supplies from wherever to the site. So 
So basically you need to cure your or heal your digestion. So you're making sure those nutrients, those brain building nutrients are getting to your brain, right? Mm -hmm. So, all right. And then the other things you need skilled workers. And I think skilled workers being the therapy, the targeted therapy, the right kind of therapy, the skilled workers. Hmm. And included on that is also the mindset, the, 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 um, the intention, the attention, the thought process, like that, it all plays into it, you know? Um, and that's building the connections in your brain. So, uh, so the supplies to build the connections and then building them really. So the functional neurology, the neurooptometry, the physical therapy, the occupational therapy, the music therapy. Um, I mean, Therapy is kind of, it's a lot of things. It's life. Mm-hmm. You can, you can practice your therapy, um, in your life, you know, mm-hmm. um, you don't necessarily thing. need to see a therapist. Right. That's a good, that's but a good way functional, to look at it. functional neurologists are so good at, at coaching, really. I mm-hmm. mean, that's what all of it is. Therapists and, and functional neurologists are really great at coaching because, you know, I'm not given a pill that's going to fix my brain, right? Mm-hmm. I need to work for it. I need to make it happen. And I want a good coach on my team. And I am so fortunate to have been steered towards these amazing coaches that could teach me how to heal myself. And, um, and yeah, so I, I give a speech about, about the, the importance of nutrition to the brain and the crowd begins clapping. The crowd of medical practitioners and medical students starts clapping. Mm-hmm. And I look over the audience and I'm like, I can make a difference hmm. in neurorehabilitation mm-hmm. and brain optimization. And I'm like, all right, so this whole thing about healing myself, it gets a lot bigger. And, uh, and now I'm, I'm working to share the information and the tools that I've found. And uh, Dr. Dr. Dan Engel says this really well. He says that, that the same tools we use to recover the brain, the same tools are used to optimize the brain. That's a great point. Yeah. So a good example would be like, uh, like, like football players doing ballet, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, they're, they're doing ballet to, to like, not to become better ballerinas, <laughs> doing ballet to become better football players. Mm-hmm. So, so what I'm saying with that is that when we take, um, we take the tools of, of, uh, functional neurology and apply them to, uh, to, Football players and, and people looking for really elite performance, really looking for excellent performance. That's the other part of all this is that we can go higher. So, uh, so I'm, 
I'm really excited to be releasing this book. Um, but you know, what we haven't even talked about yet is that, is that we, I, I have a, uh, interview series going on right now mm-hmm. with some awesome practitioners. And, uh, I actually, um, interviewed Dr. I, I released an interview with Dr. Dati Skrazin on Monday. Yeah. How did that go? It was so good. <laughs> and it is, it is so good to, to be, um, to be, you know, corresponding. Like he played a huge role in my recovery as well. Yeah. And, and Dr. Culleton, um, I believe, you know, he teaches for Dr. Krasian and so all that, that Dr. he does. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Krasian really like, yeah, they're the, information. Yeah. Yeah. So Dr. Krasian actually, when, while I was a patient of, uh, Dr. Culleton, he, he was like, he showed me Dr. K's thyroid book. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, it's my colleague. Cause I was getting into this whole functional medicine and digestion and, uh, and all of it, you know, um, what, what we could do and, and hormones, like we got to get our hormones right for the brain health and all of this. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, uh, I checked out his thyroid book and I'm like, this is cool. And he's like, yeah, he's, uh, he's doing a brain book next. And, uh, I was hoping you would be willing to be a case study in that book. Oh, yeah. And, and I was like, I'd be honored to. So, uh, so yeah, it was a case study in why is my brain working? Um, and I can, I, I know exactly what page it is as well because it, it's, it's the, the age I was when I fell down. Do you remember how old oh, I was? Um, no. 27 club? Oh, 27 when you, yeah, yeah. when you injured yourself, yeah. <laughs> so that book came out like during your recovery process pretty soon after or? It was 2010. Yeah, during my recovery process. Mm-hmm. So no doctor or physical therapist ever talked to you about your diet or nutrition or what you were eating? No. No. It, and then what about when you were in the hospital? Like, what were they giving you in the feeding <laughs> tube? That's an excellent, excellent question. So the conventional feeds mm-hmm. for patients that are unable to eat conventionally like I was, mm-hmm. um, they would like boost, Jevity, Insure, Osmolite, things of that sort. Um, they usually contain corn syrup mm. or corn maltodextrin, mm-hmm. calcium caseinate. Do they have hydrogenated fat? They don't. They usually have vegetable oils. Though. Okay. So, so I yeah. mean, they're still industrial seed oils. Right. They usually like. Usually canola oil. God. Yeah. So real mm-hmm. high in omega six. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, this, so this is what we're feeding the brain. I mean, it's essentially enriched corn syrup, right? And this is what we're giving 
to patients, not, not one candy bar every now and then. This is breakfast, lunch, and dinner, plus two other meals because you have to eat five times a day if you're eating nothing but sugar. And, um, yeah, so. Wow. So, yeah, for months, for months, years for some patients that can't eat conventionally, um, especially like like in hospice. Mm -hmm. So, sorry, geriatric or older population, they're receiving fortified corn syrup. Their last meal is often fortified corn syrup. Isn't that amazing? Gosh. I mean, people on death row get it way better than that. Right, right. Yeah, it's like giving them soda pretty much. Um, and your mom, didn't she start customizing what you were fed and feeding you that way through the feed tube? And, you know, like, isn't that one of the things you talk about in your book, how to do that? Absolutely, yeah. So what what happened is uh, as soon as I left the hospital, mm-hmm. my mom, I, I, was, I still had a peg tube, mm-hmm. um, but now it was uh, um, under my mom's care. Mm-hmm. And... It, she started pureeing soup to feed through my gastric tube. Mm-hmm. And, and interestingly, I'm not saying this is the reason why, but interestingly, it wasn't until I started receiving real food mm-hmm. that I took my first steps without a walker. What? That's that, hmm. right. That, that I, I, I spoke again. I mean, wow. So she's putting in there like surgery on that, that as well, but, um, not at the time. No, it was, it was basically, well, I mean, if, if there was, if, if she got soup from, uh, like au bon pain or something like that, right. Mm -hmm. She would, she would get pre-made soup. I mean, mind you, we're in, we're in New York city where everything is harder. Mm. So, um, <laughs> so getting a, and and plus she didn't know about it. like we didn't know that was before you met Doctor Culliton. This was long before. Okay. Yeah, I, I I actually uh, got my peg tube out before I left New York, and then I was eating real real food. Okay, but uh, but eating the right kind of food that took a little bit. That took until um until I met with Dr. Culliton, and um and and learned how how important digestion was. Really saw and felt how important digestion was, mm. and then dove into study with it all to really understand it further. Mm-hmm. See what what Culliton did was show me how to heal my gut, how to actually get the nutrients that I was eating. Mm-hmm. And then I I was like, whoa, this is really powerful. Okay, now that we're getting the nutrients to my brain, what should those nutrients be? And that's that's when I went into more study. Mm. And and I actually reached out to Doctor Vasquez about that as well. I was like, hey, do you have a do you know of a resource um, on how on how to feed a brain? And he said, he said, nah, I don't, not one that I would point you towards. Hmm. I'm like, you mean there isn't one? He's like, no, that I would. And I said, I said, you should write that. You know, yeah. <laughs> he, 
He said, yeah, when I, when I do a hundred other things, you know what? You should write it. <laughs> and you did. <laughs> and I did. So that's awesome. So, and then it turned into this interview series. Yes. Yeah. So tell me about yes. that. So that's that's like that's an online thing where you interviewed a bunch of different doctors and authors and speakers on the topic and um Yeah. Yeah, tell me about it. All right. So for this week, um ever it's it's free. You can head over to feedabrain.com forward slash interview series, mm-hmm. no spaces or anything. And um I'm interviewing some of the most influential um, practitioners, doctors, nutritionists, registered dietitians, um, and survivors, and just people who have really, really are are experts on on the brain, nutrition, and uh, and really man, mindsets a piece of it as well, and this whole revolution that's happening like this is part of like i said it's been my mission to improve the standard model in neurorehabilitation mm-hmm. and part of that is creating a revolution in medicine um not not a revolution against like what what i talk about is the way to to revolutionize things to change things is to shift the attention from from where it was to something better. So create the new that's better mm-hmm. and attention will start going to the new and better and the other will, will fade out. And that's the way that's the way we change things. Mm-hmm. And so this this series really is putting um putting into people's Putting forward these these ideas and how we can transform medicine in a really powerful way. So we're talking to to uh, Andrea Nakayama, for example, who has an online uh, training program for practitioners. It's fantastic, mm-hmm. um, and and she. Uh, She's going to be on the interview series as well, and I mean we're we're changing. Uh, she's changing a lot when it comes to um, when it comes to getting practitioners to practice more functionally and to create a new uh, a new bond uh, with their clients to bring them further. Mm-hmm. By bond, the word I was going for was partnership. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's really it's really um, it's really a powerful powerful series. I mean, this has been in the works for like five years. You oh, know? really? Oh, um, hmm. no, not really. It's been in my brain for five years, mm-hmm. and it's really been in the works for the past month. <laughs> Um, month or two, we've, we've just been like, we're going to do this. Let's do it. Hmm. And so, uh, it's just been a lot of work and, uh, it's really, it's really fantastic to see, to see the influence that we're able to make. 
Well, it's really fascinating to see you like through your recovery over the years to not just recover, but to go on and be super prolific and productive and, and be on this mission and, um, to, to help other people. And it's, it's quite a testament to, you know, the healing recovery powers of good functional medicine and functional neurology. Yeah. 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 And, and, yep, that's right. That's right. Um, and, and really, and we talk about this and really the, the love that people show it's, it's been really important. The, the love and mindset and, uh, motivation that mm-hmm. that is created you know this is a um interesting topic because there's a lot of research on the power of gratitude and not even being positive all the time but practicing some positivity on a daily basis like maybe little exercises you give yourself and i hear a lot from people with chronic illness chronic problems they they get a little resentful about that because mm-hmm. they feel like I'm really suffering. I'm having a really hard time. Please don't expect me to be positive all the time. And like, do you have any thoughts or words on that and how to balance kind of where you are, but with incorporating what we know about positive feelings and what they do for the immune system and the brain and, and your general health? Absolutely. I, I spoke with Dr. Dan Engel about that bit. And, um, and, uh, Jessica Flanagan as well on mm. the series. Yeah. And, and really what, here's the analogy I use, I, to describe neuroscience, um, I say your brain is your garden. Imagine your brain as your garden. Now you have 86 billion neurons or 86 billion plants in your garden or 86 billion neurons in your brain. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts are the seeds and your attention is the sunlight and the water. Hmm. Now, when you think of any, anybody who understands brain plasticity will, will agree that what we give our attention to those pathways grow those axons grow, those neurons grow, and they connect with each other. Those plants grow. Mm-hmm. And um, we all have weeds in our garden, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, thoughts we'd rather not think, habits that, that we'd rather not have, or we'd rather be replaced with better habits, you know? And we unfortunately we can't really reach in and pull the weeds mm-hmm. without without surgery or brain injury and there's no surgeon skilled enough no injury specific enough <laughs> to get rid of our bad self destructive yeah. thoughts <laughs> so we're going we're going to take that out of there we're not we're not we're not doing that right um however what we can do is we can water the plants that water the flowers that we want to grow. Remember, our attention is the sunlight and water. Mm-hmm. So we give our sun, our, our sunlight and water to the plants we want to grow. And eventually those roots to those flowers take over the roots of the weeds. And that's how we grow a beautiful garden. That is such a now, great analogy. Thank you. Yeah. 
Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying ignore the weeds and lock them away. And if it's not rainbow and butterflies, we're not even going to pay attention to it. We're not even going to think about it. Mm -hmm. If we think about it, we're going to beat ourselves up for thinking about it and then be like, oh, I'm not supposed to beat myself up. And so then (laughs) beat yourself up about beating yourself up. Yeah. More weeds. (laughs) More more weeds. Yeah. Right. So I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm, in fact, sometimes the most beautiful flowers are amongst the weeds. So Mm -hmm. we need to take inventory and actually see what's going on with our garden. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's where journaling has been extremely powerful for me. Hmm. But, um. A place to get all that out. Yeah, just to, to explore what, what, taking inventory. That's what I, that's what I say. Like, exploring what, what my, my mind has to say, you know, over, over a long period of time. These thoughts come through. But, um, but yeah, I'm not saying, to uh to ignore the weeds mm-hmm. uh, like i said th- there's beautiful flowers amongst them like my experience <clears throat> i sustained a severe traumatic brain injury couldn't eat, walk or talk it was the worst most darkest place of my life mm. and after i began to regain clarity i went right back to that place Hmm. to explore and understand. And I began to go through medical records, text messages, emails, like trying to figure out, Hey, what the hell happened? Mm-hmm. Cause I'd been in a fog, you know, like I experienced it, but you know, I wasn't really paying that much attention. I guess that's not the right words, but we'll keep on going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so, I, I began to really dig into it and I started my blog at that point. It was after I started regaining some clarity, going through medical records, interviewing friends, understanding what happened and writing about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I did that for, um, for, I, so basically on the anniversary of each important event, I wrote about where I was a year ago. So on the year anniversary of when it happened, I wrote about what I was told happened. Um, again, I have no memory of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the, uh, on, uh, on the day they tried to extubate me, but it was a failed extubation and my blood oxy saturated to 60% of normal and the medical reports say I could no longer move the left side of my body. Mm. Yet before they said that all four extremities were moving, I wrote about that. Mm. Um, the day I transferred hospitals, I wrote about that. The day I went outside for the first time, well, actually, that was to transfer to hospitals, but mm. not for very long. So the, the day I got a wheelchair, I wrote about that. Mm. Um, and on and on, the day I took my first step with a walker, Bam. The day I took my first steps without a walker, what about that? And on and on. So I did that for about a year. Hmm. And I, I really dove into the weeds, mm-hmm. you know, and took really close inventory of the weeds mm-hmm. because it was extremely important for me to do so. And um, and what what I found 
was how I could fortune forward. I, 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 I realized how fortunate I was, A. Mm. And then B, that I, I'm going to pay my fortune forward. Mm. And, and this is what I'm doing right now. With, with How to Feed a Brain, that's the nutritional um, tools that I've learned. But as, as, you, as, as I, I say, I, I ask everybody in the series also, as what are two or three things that people can do right now? Sorry, let me back up. I say we feed a brain in many ways, nutritionally, emotionally, spiritually. Mm-hmm. What are two or three things that people can do right now to feed their brains and upgrade their lives? Mm-hmm. And uh, we have we have some great some great answers. Doctor Perlmutter like was like. Two or three, yeah, I'm gonna give you like ten. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all really great things. It's, oh. it's pretty, uh, it's pretty amazing. This is yeah. great. Yeah, and I love that your approach is not just functional medicine. You know that you are looking at the whole picture, the the weeds, the flowers, the spiritual, mm-hmm. the emotional, the psychological. Because mm-hmm. yeah, we can't ignore. Those dark things, they want to be seen. They want to be witnessed and because they, too, are serving a purpose of some sort. So, and, Yeah, and I think that's so important. Um, uh, the, the patient perspective or the survivor's perspective, that's what brings a lot of people into this, this work of, like, integrative modalities mm-hmm. and when I, you know, I was interviewing Dr. Terry Walls for the interview series mm-hmm. and she used to think that chiropractic was a bunch of, this is her words, chiropractic was a bunch of hooey <laughs> and acupuncture is a bunch of hooey. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, she really was uh, like when uh, Dr. Terry Walls was Diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 2000, and by 2004 she was confined to a tilt recline wheelchair. Mm. Um, she was a, a practicing medical doctor, mm. and and she definitely went the drug therapy route um, when she learned that she was uh, she had multiple sclerosis, and she um, she did the drug therapy and continued to decline. And by 2004, she was in a tilt recline wheelchair, spent most of her time in a zero gravity chair, right? Mm. And at the same time, she did a bunch of research and realized that, uh, and, and she was, she said the, she knew that the drugs of tomorrow were in the rat studies of today. Mm. Um, and then she realized, well, this is dumb. Like, even if they there is a drug that was done in rat studies, how am I going to get it, you know? Right. And so she's like, you know what I can get is nutrients and things that aren't patentable. Um, and so she began looking into uh, Linus Pauling's work. And, um, and she... Uh, she learned of all these nutrients that could really help her. So, and that's when she started to see things change. And, um, and she's, she's just been fantastic, um, to, uh, 
to work with. Um, she, she's, she's an amazing, amazing part of what it means to feed a brain. And, um, but yeah, so she didn't, she was like, you know, all this alternative stuff is a bunch of bullshit. And then she's like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you know, I'm in a place where I need to figure this out. And so she went this alternative route and she was like, oh my God, it works. <laughs> That's funny because it's actually not alternative. It's in peer-reviewed yeah. journals. It's just science. It's I, I know. I know. <laughs> just funny. Right? I th- thank you for saying that. Alternative. I, I really, I, these days I put alternative in quotes. <laughs> right. Because it's like, like yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's like I mean, it's alternative health care. Like, right, right. this is alternative to the conventional, which is the only way. And yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And the, the, unfortunately, it's all that insurance covers. Right. Uh, for the most part. I mean, they're, they're starting to cover other things, but it's like. It's a slow change. <clears throat> it's slow change, and it's not very much. And yeah, well, well that's, that's a whole political discussion that we can get <laughs> right, into right. another time. Right, right. Uh, um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just like when we get brought to this place. And uh, like I said, the patient perspective is so powerful. And you realize that, like, you know what? Healing is not just taking a pill. Healing involves so much. And the mindset um, that it takes, the, the mental fortitude that it takes to persevere um, past a debilitating condition and to... Uh, hmm. A lot of it, and, and me and Dr. Engel talk about this, a lot of this has to do with finding a purpose. Mm. And that's a very that, good point. That, that, that's actually one of, uh, one of, you know, a few people have said for, for one of two things that people can do mm-hmm. to, to, to feed their brains is find a purpose. Like a purpose outside because of yourself. When, is that what you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of yourself, but also within yourself. It's like, and even like knowing the purpose, that's not important. Mm-hmm. Even recognizing the possibility that this could be the purpose. Mm-hmm. Make, and recognizing that it's that the the possibility makes it a possibility, right? You know, right. Um, so and then and then from that, you live into it as if that's a possibility, mm-hmm. because it is. If it's definitely possible, so you can just step into that that purpose, mm-hmm. and when you let that purpose be with you and guide you and um and be a part of of what you do of who you are everything changes hmm. everything changes your your entire relationship with your 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 condition changes um and i'm not you're going to you're going to feel pain you know i i certainly feel pain at times Mm-hmm. And I recognize that it's part of the journey, you know. Mm-hmm. 
And um, that's a really powerful tool on it. Hmm. That's great. That's so I, that's that's a really great message. And I can tell that it's one that you didn't pick up out of books. You picked it up through your own experiences. And that's what makes it so good. Um, I wanted to ask you, like, I always see your work and your evolution through the side of the fence of functional medicine. What's going on with you and other brain injury survivors? Well, I do uh, consultations with other brain injury survivors and loved ones, mostly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, recently it's been people in in pretty debilitating with a loved one in a coma mm. um, or something of that sort. And it's just so powerful mm-hmm. to, um, to work with, with, uh, with these loved ones to work with the medical team to implement changes that we can make right now. In fact, um, so I, I created a page at uh, feedabrain.com forward slash Omega. Mm-hmm. And it has, um, it has information from peer review journals that are all very well cited and it's all on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I address, so, so Omega, I'm bringing up that because Omega threes, I really think are an extremely powerful, um, uh, brain supportive nutrient, especially, especially, Definitely. uh, yeah. Omega threes high in EPA and DHA. DHA, yeah. Especially DHA, yes. Hmm. Um, so, so, and that that is not flax or uh, vegetarian sources of omega threes, unfortunately. Hmm. But fortunately, there is a vegan source um, that's derived from algae. Yeah, that stuff's but pretty good. I digress. Anyways, <laughs> that's good to know about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very, yeah, very no, high. it is good. Yeah. No, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Mm. And yeah, you, you can get more information about that on feedabrain.com forward slash Omega. Um, but yeah, I've, I've used this page. I created this page actually for a client who was showing their, uh, their medical team why she wanted her her daughter to receive omega threes. Um, now the first thing they said was, "Oh, but there's blood thinning effects, and we can't mm-hmm. have that." Mm-hmm. And so I address that in in here um, because there are many peer reviewed uh, studies that really show that it's not it doesn't um, interfere with platelet aggregation, and it's it's safe. Um, the stated amount is it's absolutely safe at doses, um, up to six grams per day. Okay. So that's, that's definitely better than the 500 milligrams that they were allowing them to, uh, to do before. And what, what it does is it just allows physicians to be like, Oh, you want to do this? All right. Let me see why. Oh, this is cited back to this paper, and this is in a a well-respected journal, and this one, and then oh, okay, you know what? Absolutely, this I can do this now. My ass is covered, so. right? Which is what it comes so down cool. to for them, yeah. That that is what it comes down to. So it's really powerful to be able to make these changes. 
um, and to actually get um, get brain injury survivors the compounds they need through this uh, this medical system that that makes things difficult at times, oh, yeah. you know. Right. Right. So yeah, so I consult with uh, with with uh, brain injury survivors and loved ones, and I also consult with people looking for peak performance through feed a brain. Hmm. And do you have any um, stories from brain injury survivors of people that you've helped or whose lives have been greatly in- impacted by this? Yeah. So, um, so with the o- o- omegas, you know, I got them to start giving them, giving uh, this woman, this woman's daughter, Sustained a severe traumatic brain injury and was in a coma. How old was she? She was uh, 25, I believe. Mm, okay. And um, and I I was we were able to get the medical team to allow um, certain nutrients in her feed as well as omega threes hmm. in in the feed. And so I watched this this girl who was um comatose with tubes down her throat, um, then without the tubes down her throat. Hmm. Then one day she sent me a video. The way I the way I consult is through a video app that hmm. allows us to uh send videos back and forth that doesn't take up memory on the phone. It's awesome. Hmm. Um, so anyways, and then I saw a video of, uh, of her awake and she said, can you wait for the camera? And she waved. Wow. Like, that's amazing. I can't tell you how cool that was. Then I saw her take her first steps. Wow. And then, um, I saw her sit up for the first time. I guess I approved past that. Take her first steps. And. Then I I uh, I got a video of her thanking me, Aww. and um, yeah, so powerful. That's really powerful. That must be really reaffirming to you as well to know that this this stuff works and people just need to know about it. Mm. I mean, I know we can't we can't point to cause and effect like we can't mm-hmm. we didn't do a study, so we can't say for sure. But <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. Um, you know, we do, we do what we do and, uh, we let, we let the people we work with speak for themselves, right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's only beneficial. It's not like it's hurting anything. So that's exactly how I chose my therapies was, was risks and unknowns versus possible benefits. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is great. Um, is there anything we haven't covered that you want to make sure to include? Um, let's just let, let's get people going over to uh, to the page okay. like right now, <laughs> so they can watch for free this week. Which are what can you say the dates? December fourth. So December fourth through the eighth, we're releasing um, we're releasing um, two interviews a day. Mm-hmm. And this is hush hush, but I'm going to tell your audience. <laughs> but you're going to say it on a recorded podcast. It's going to go on the web. 
<laughs> I totally, yeah. I'm, I'm going to take this hush hush, like secret. Um, but yeah, we're doing non-core on Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Where all of them will be available. Okay. And you can watch those. So, That's so head over there. Ninth and 10th? What is Saturday and Sunday? Yes, the 9th and 10th. Ninth and 10th. Okay. 2018. Yep. Or 17. We're still in 17. Yeah. yeah. But shh, don't tell me. But don't tell anyone about the free encore. Okay, and then they can buy it uh, anytime during the week, so that they can every they can keep them and listen to them at their leisure, or they can yeah 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 exactly. And for for this week, um, only it's it's forty nine dollars. Okay, that's for a good the price. entire series, mm-hmm. and we we have transcripts, which I know are very useful cl- clinically mm-hmm. because who who has time to watch everything right? Being able to search through transcripts is amazing Mm -hmm. to be able to do. So, uh, yeah, you can search through transcripts. Um, uh, we, uh, we have all the, all the slides because what we're doing is enhanced interviews. So basically anytime somebody we're interviewing says a concept or something that we, we think it's helpful to put, um, put a visual to it. Mm Some like notes will pop up, and it's really great to have these uh, these enhanced interviews. Yeah, I I love it. Yeah. So you have a podcast, also. You want to tell me about that? Yeah, yeah. So um, we have the Adventures in Brain Injury podcast, and uh, really, it's 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 not only for brain injury survivors. Um, it's really for anybody who works with brain injury. Uh, and, or really anybody who's interested in the brain. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a, I'm a brain injury survivor, and you know, while I was breathing through tubes and uh, eating through tubes, and I couldn't uh, couldn't walk or talk, my left hand was totally flexed inward. Looked down at my circumstances, and I'm like, "Well, this sucks. My mm-hmm. life's over. Shit." Mm-hmm. And then I went, "You know what?" I said. Uh, I said, you know what, I'm on this ride either way. Mm. I can go on it kicking, screaming, or I can recognize, or I can look at it differently, and I can look at it as an adventure. And adventures suck sometimes, Mm -hmm. but they get better, right? Mm. And so that's where Adventures in Brain Injury was born. Mm. And looking at my Adventures in Brain Injury, like, that, that, this is where the podcast was born, too, because... Through my adventures in brain injury, I get to interview some of the smartest people I've ever even heard of. Mm. Smartest and inspirational and just cool people mm-hmm. in general. We've had lots of functional neurologists on there. Um, we had uh, Dr. David Traster, um, Dr. Nate Kaiser, uh, Dr. Kelsey Brenner. We have neurooptometrists like Dr. Robert Sanet, Dr. Joshua Flowers, um, optometrists like Dr. Shadlovsky. So it's just, I mean, really what it is is me bringing my adventures um, and the people who really are making a difference in the world and, uh, and getting to interviewing them and, and, you know, expose so much great information. That's awesome. So it's called Adventures in Brain what? 
Injury. Brain Adventures in Brain Injury. That's right. Yep. And um, it's on iTunes and It is it's on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Okay. Um, yep. Excellent. Yep, yep. Okay. Well that is a good resource. Um and lots of great information you're putting out there for brain injury survivors that will definitely Thank you. Help their quality of life. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you can find me on social media, feed a brain on any of them basically. But I, I really I post on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter mostly. Okay. And um yeah. Excellent. Yeah, and then Adventures in Brain Injury um on Facebook as well. Okay. Excellent. All right. Yeah. Well thanks so much. Thank you, Elaine. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Dr. Karazian's podcast. For interviews, blog posts, online programs, and downloads, please visit drknews.com or search Dr. Karazian on Facebook. You can also find Dr. Karazian's books, Why Do I Still Have Thyroid Symptoms When My Lab Tests Are Normal and Why Isn't My Brain Working, on Amazon.